Welcome to the official podcast of the Hoffeld Group. Your host is the CEO and Chief Sales Trainer of the Hoffeld Group, David Hoffeld. Welcome to the Science of Selling, the place where you get actionable sales insights that are backed by hard scientific evidence. I'm your host, David Huffeld. Today, we're going to look at an important scientific principle that's going to help us understand how we should conduct sales presentations, because this is a big myth that many salespeople have in their presentations. They present too much. Let me explain it this way. I want you to think through this problem I'm going to share with you and see if you can figure this out, this little puzzle. A bat and a ball cost $1.10 in total. The bat cost $1 more than the ball. How much does the ball cost? Now, the majority of those who encounter this problem instantly conclude, well, the ball costs, of course, 10 cents. However, that's incorrect. Now, remember I said the bat cost $1 more than the ball. If the ball cost 10 cents, that would make the bat being a dollar more, a dollar 10, and that would bring the total to a dollar 20. And as I mentioned, the bat and the ball cost 110 in total. After hearing this, you probably have figured out the right answer is the ball cost five cents and the bat cost a dollar and five cents, which together equal the dollar and 10. In fact, if you got that wrong, don't feel bad. The majority of people do right around 80% of smart people get this simple problem wrong. Why is that? Because our brain makes a quick assumption when we hear that, and that is that the ball costs 10 cents. Our brain doesn't think through in depth that problem. Instead, we assume really quickly it's just a way to save mental energy. It's just something our brain instinctively does. And so most people presume that the ball cost a mere 10 cents. Now, this, why am I bringing this up? Now, why am I bringing this up? Well, two reasons. Number one, it's kind of fun. And number two, more importantly, it reveals something about our brains. And that is our brains are incredible. The average brain weighs about three pounds and scientists are still trying to understand the amazing things our brain can do. The neurons that are firing as we're learning, neuroplasticity, so much interesting things are going on we can talk about. But as amazing as our brains are, one thing I want to bring to your awareness is they have some limitations and some really severe limitations. And that is specifically regarding attention. And that's what I want to focus on. Our brain can only focus really on one main thing at a time. Now, I know some of you pride yourself on being able to multitask. And for things that don't require a lot of cognitive energy, you can do that. You can chew gum and walk at the same time. But what you can't do is think about what I'm saying right now and what you had for lunch yesterday. See, you're trying to, but you can't because what your brain does is it jumps from what I'm talking about to lunch, and then you come back to me, and then you might go to dinner. So your brain jumps back and forth, and people who think they're good at multitasking are really just good at remembering 
they're able to jump from one thing to another. And when they come back to the original thing they were thinking about, they're able to pick up right where they left off. Those people deem themselves good at multitasking. I bring all this up. It's important for us to understand when we talk about our sales presentations. Why? Because our brains have a limited capacity to be attentive to and process information. In fact, there is a really famous study by a well-known cognitive psychologist, George Miller. Study is titled The Magical Number 7 Plus or Minus 2. And in this study, he demonstrates that we can really only grasp a small amount of information. It's an older study that a lot of recent research is based off of, but it was groundbreaking at the time. In fact, he talks about how phone numbers are right around seven numerals, because if they make them a little longer, now excluding area codes here in the United States, but if you make them longer, that people's retention rates plummet. So if you go to eight numerals or nine numerals, every additional numeral over seven retention rates significantly decline. And so our brains have a limited capacity for a number of things. And this matters a lot when it comes to sales presentations, because often we present too much information. And if you've ever seen a salesperson's PowerPoint where they have just a tremendous amount of text on a slide, where if you were to read the text out loud, it might take a minute or two. When people encounter those kind of presentations, what do they retain out of them? Not much. Most likely the feeling that they didn't like, right? Because it's so much information that they encounter. I've seen presentations where there's 50, 60 slides like that. And salespeople will get up and just hit people with a lot of text and they'll almost read it to them. And it's hard for everyone involved. No one is really getting much out of it. And it's almost a tremendous waste of time. And in many ways, very, very counterproductive. So our brains have a limited capacity. So you want to be really mindful of what you're presenting. You want to be very selective on what you present. What will have the biggest impact to your potential client? So you want to be nimble in your presentation and really share those things that will resonate most with those groups of buyers. In addition to that, another place we can really focus on is when we talk about our product and service offerings. One of the biggest mistakes salespeople make in this area is sharing way too much. And oftentimes they do it out of a good heart, meaning that they want to help people. And they have this belief that more options equals better solutions. I remember many years ago, a salesperson who I met, client of mine had grown and was taking over another business. And they asked me to come in and assess a few of the key people. And when I talked to one of the salespeople, I kind of said, well, show me how you present. And she kind of showed me. And when it got to the product, she said, you know, this is where she felt she was really strong in presenting the product. And I said, well, that's great. Show me. And she showed me so many different options that could be included in the product. In fact, she pulled out her iPad at one point and just scrolled through what was rows and rows and rows of almost the same thing it looked like to me, but they were all slightly different. And it looked like there was more than a hundred different options. I mean, she was just scrolling through and I said, well, which ones do you show, you know, your average client when you're working with them? And she said, well, all of them, of course. And the reason she said that was she assumed that more options equals better choices. She was trying to help people. In reality, she was sharing so much information that she was obstructing the decision-making process. People didn't know what to choose because there was so many. I had her begin to ask some more 
diagnostic questions about that potential client's needs and their problem, and then present a number of the solution options, but never more than four at one time. She did not like that idea. She thought, well, no, people need to see more than that. I said, no, they don't. I want you to only present four. Let's try it out and see what happens. And her sales went up immediately just from that initial change. So less can often help you sell more. And so many studies that have found that when you reduce the amount of options you show people, buying behavior increases. And this is often one of those things that is, for many people, very counterintuitive. They assume the opposite. They assume more choices help people make better decisions. But more choices, the reality is, paralyze people in the decision process and they don't know what to do. And so what do they do? They procrastinate. They default to the status quo bias. Anytime our brains don't know what to do, our default is always do nothing, just wait. So in other words, if you confuse people, you lose people. Here's what one study found. When looking at selling a product, researchers got a predictable closing rate from talking to a number of buyers, and then they significantly reduced the number of options from 24 different options to just three options. Sales went up 900%. So little changes like this can do dramatic things. So I want you to ask, do you share too much information about your company? Things that might be important to you, but from your buyer's perspective, they don't care about. Do you share too many product or service options? Are you overwhelming them with choices? How can you minimize those choices? How can you ask better questions, get a better understanding of your buyers so you can present to them a couple different options and bring certainty to the buying process? Remember, one of the hardest things buyers say in the survey data today that they struggle with is making buying decisions. There's so much information, they say, they don't know what to do. So as salespeople, we don't need to add to that confusion. We want to help clarify, help bring certainty. So I want you to think, where can I trim things that I'm sharing or saying that don't really matter. Maybe you like talking about them. Maybe you find them interesting. Does your buyer need to know this to form a good buying decision that they're going to feel confident in making? I want you to think through that and really critically analyze your sales presentations and how you present your product or service. Because when you do, most salespeople find there are ways they can slim down what they're sharing because when you present less, it will help you sell more. So give that some serious thought because when it comes to the brain's ability to process information, you want to be very mindful of this limitation our brains have. That'll help you be more engaging, help keep your buyer's attention. So also, if you're finding that your buyer's attention is constantly being lost or at certain parts in your presentation is being lost, start looking at that as well and start saying, okay, are there things I can do to make this simpler for them to process simpler for them to comprehend because when you do it will make a big difference in your sales try it sometimes people can get huge uh, outcomes from a simple little thing like just trimming down what you're saying or presenting fewer options so give it some thought and then put some of these ideas into practice because when you do you'll see the impact that simple scientific principles like this can bring to the process of selling, 
and how it will help you guide people through their decision process and help you, as a result, boost your sales. So what are you waiting for? Get out there, begin using this, and then go sell something. We'll see you next time.